What is up, everybody? Welcome to a very, very special edition of Blinkers Off. What is so special about today? It is the 2021 Fantasy League Draft. The wait is over. Number one pick in the draft. Let's see what they do. Projected to start uh, right after the new year, so I'm going to take uh, Medina Spirit. Magic Mike never wins. They never win. They and and the other side doesn't ever lose. So what what odds are you giving this shake right now? So Jared, to me, he's got to be sitting there pretty happy because he got the third uh, ranked horse on his list and the sixth ranked horse on his list is sitting right there waiting for him. Bang, bang, won't stop till we're legends. Hot Rod Charlie, the runner-up in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, is going to go to Jared. <laughs> All right. That being said, I'm sick of everybody. <laughs> What's up, man? How what is, is it going? On? Welcome to welcome to Blinkers Off. That was a great introduction. Uh, this is a special Blinkers Off that we have tonight because it is the 2022 Racing Dudes Fantasy League Draft. Halterman, you 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 run this shit, so. Let us know, man. What's going on tonight? Yeah, that's right. We're going to draft our 50 horses for the Triple Crown Fantasy League draft. Once again, it's the ninth year we've done this, and it's pretty incredible. 
They were out our ninth year. I remember when we just kind of made this up at the top of our heads one year, and now we've grown it into a 10-team league. We got 10 really good teams again this year. And like I said, we're going to draw 50 horses here, the, the, the 50 horses that we believe are, are, the, are the, the best prospects for the Kentucky Derby. It's always a lot of fun. Now, you know, even if you don't play in this game, it's not that big a deal. This is a good preview to see who, who some of the racing people think are the top contenders, including John White, who has the number one pick again. So in a crop where it's like, man, I, I don't know who the best horse is. Well, you're going to know who John White thinks the number one horse is at this moment. Uh, we're coming up here real soon. He had the number one pick last year. He picked life is good. That horse probably is the best horse in the crop currently as a three-year-old. So uh, we'll see if he can do it again as a two-year-old. Obviously, it didn't help him for the contest, but he obviously picked a really good horse. Yeah, it's turned into an annual tradition of like who who does John think is the number one horse of the crop because he picks the the one spot every fucking year. So um and yet and yet here we go again, John Ryan sitting there with the one spot and and this year, you know, as I can probably speak for all of us, uh, you know, as you guys can't see, but the everyone underneath here is is patiently waiting for their time to to give our picks. And I think everyone kind of there's a you kind of either have Corniche who it's, it's kind of just what it is. I mean, he's that's the basic course right now. And then you have like Jack Christopher, who we still don't even know can stretch out. And then that's it. You have to, that's, that's it. Like last year, at least you had, it's like if you, you know, I think it was the Michael Myers uh, and Dan team, like they knew they had the sec- second pick. Well, they're getting a really good horse either way. You know, if life is good or, or it's such a quality gets picked, whoever it is, they're getting another one. This time, I have him sitting here with the second pick, and I'm like, shit, man. It's uh, You feel like you got to reach a little bit just, just with the second pick. Oh, absolutely. This this is definitely a crazy uh, situation this year. It is completely wide open. Uh, you know, last year we had Life is Good and Essential Quality. They were, they were clear one-twos, and they were clear one-twos all year long in the division, right? I mean, and then you had a horse like Hot Rod Charlie that you knew could go in the top ten, Medina Spirit, who, who had a great year, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, not a lot of things established uh, right now uh, with this crop. It's going to be wide open. That's what's fun. And, and we're going to see, you know, I bet we see some horses unraced uh, that, that are drafted tonight and things like that as well. So, listen, I'm ready. Are you ready, Jared? Let's 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 just get right to it. Dude, yeah, I would say we might as we can bullshit all we want right here. But I think everyone's here for a reason. And it's just time for the big, you know, it's time for the draft. Like, that's the thing, right? You, 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 whenever we're, we're establishing how crazy this is already, well, guess what? You're going to have 50 horses drafted in the next hour from guys around the country through all different diverse, uh, you know, what backgrounds and everything. You know, you're really getting a full spectrum of 50 top two-year-olds coming, coming into three-year-olds uh, for the next hour for the Kentucky Derby. So stay tuned for that. That's right. The 2022 Kentucky Derby Racing Dudes Fantasy League Draft about to happen right now. Crack open a beer or a whiskey or whatever your drink is. Let's go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Get ready to rumble! (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll never get old. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't know. I thought we might edit out the Baffert uh, a little screenshot there, but apparently he stays. <laughs> He's still alive, and and I think Bob will make some appearances uh, on the show uh, throughout the evening. So, all right, let's start it off. The number one pick. Once again, the team of John and Ryan have the number one pick. Let's bring Ryan aboard right now. <laughs> Any more time, Ryan, you've got the number one pick. I know you and John have been talking about it. Who are you going to go? Who's number one? Well, we were shocked to get the number one pick. And with this pick, we take Breeders' Cup Juvenile winner Corniche. And hopefully we'll have better luck with this Baffert draftee than we did with McKinsey and with Life is Good. Let's have a clean, safe fantasy league, uh, boys, and have some fun. Well, I got to ask you something real quick, Ryan, because you you and John had the number one pick again. And I got to think last year, the debate was between essential quality and life is good. And there really wasn't another one thrown in there. What about this year? Was there a debate between a couple or was it just Corniche all the way? You know, I mean, this is a definitely a different year than we've seen where it, the depths, it's really hard. Um, I'll just tell you this straight up. If John White says that's the one we're going with, that's who I'm going with. But, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more insight, but um, that is our pick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Run, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Bob Baffert making his first appearance as he takes, as you guys take the Bob Baffert horse. So, Ryan, I, I appreciate you coming on. We'll see you again. It's, it's going to be a while. You don't get a pick again until 20. But, Corniche, at number one, thank you, Mr. Stillman. All right, Jared. I hate to say it. You're on the clock. Last year, you did not show up, and you won the league. This year, you're here, but you've sent me a list. Does that mean I'm auto-drafting for you again this year? Here's the thing, boys and girls. I'm uh, I'm just I'm just here to attend to see what I end up getting. I, I've given you the list. Uh, it worked last year, right? So my, it surely it could work again. I mean, here's the thing. I, I played a league full of idiots, and... <laughs> I literally didn't even have to show up. I give you a list. I claim zero horses all year, and I beat everybody. It wasn't even that hard. I mean, sure, I didn't beat Paul, but his horse was juice. So, I mean, you can't really, really count that. So, it was, it was way too easy. And I'm like, why do I even stress about it? Now you took out the punishment. So, as far as getting last place, so I don't even give a shit. So, <laughs> Having said that, yes, you are going to draft for me tonight, given the list I have given you. With that said, I hate my pick. I'm trading my pick to Paul. So Paul is taking my pick in the second spot. I'll let him tell us uh, tell us the, the terms here, but I'm trading my pick. Okay, Paul, announce this trade. All right, so uh, terms are pretty simple. Uh, I'm going to move into uh, – Jared's spot in the first round, he's going to move into my spot. I'm going to give him my second rounder, and I will take his third rounder. Okay. Magic is making the adjustments now. So, Paul, you are now on the clock with the second pick in the draft. A surprise. <laughs> Paul, where are you going with the second pick? Well, I'd first like to uh, say thank you, Bob, uh, for screwing me over last year um, and allowing Jared to win. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if uh, anything like that happens again this year. Um, I do want to, um, to start by saying 
I think this is really going to be a, a struggle finding 50 quality horses. Last year, the depth was was just incredible. Um, so much so that uh, this year, um, I've asked the uh, dictator, and he's allowed this. Um, I'm going to try and and not announce any of my picks. Um, I'm actually going to bring in uh, my number one draft pick, my wife, and she's actually going to make <laughs> this first pick tonight. Um, so, Monique, would you like to come on uh, screen? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is she saying Uh-oh. no? <laughs> she's coming on in and she's going to uh, make the pick for me. So with the uh, second pick in the first round, Monique, who is it? Well, I know who you would pick, but I'm going to choose smile happy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The lovely Monique. It was good to see you, Monique. Hopefully <laughs> you're back a little bit later with another pick. Uh, smile happy. The second pick in the draft, that's the horse I wanted. That's the horse I thought I might get it for. Paul, give us a little detail why you or why Monique went smile happy. Well, uh, she was uh, actually on the uh, Racing Dudes website earlier today and, and saw that he was the uh, number one ranked uh, um, horse on your list, Aaron. But, uh, you know, I, it, it's so difficult. There's there's not a whole lot of uh, proven horses in, in this. So if you're not going to go Corniche, um, you know, Smile Happy has has two nice wins uh, on on his resume. You got you got to be a little worried about the uh, the trainer situation, but uh, um, yeah, Run Happy is is doing some nice things with some horses now. He started off a little slow, but uh, Smile Happy. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna take anybody in the first round, I want to try and get somebody that's uh, at least proven and and you know already has a few points along the Derby Trail and could potentially be there in May. Yeah, I like it. I think Smile Happy makes a lot of sense. Like I said, that's who I was hoping I would get it for. Congratulations to your team getting them at number two. And now we go back to Jared for number three. He uh, he was very friendly to all of us uh, before, and he's now <laughs> the latest pick. So now he has another opportunity to bash us all again. <laughs> okay, Jared, you're at number three now. Are you going to pick this time? <laughs> oh, I'm certainly going to bash that pick. I mean, what was, was the last – I mean – you know, that's the one thing about McPeak. You can always count on him to win the Kentucky Derby. You know, get a horse to the Kentucky. I mean, that's the thing about him. Like, you know, you, you can't you can't put your hat, you know, you can't put your hat on many things that he can do. But getting a horse to the Kentucky Derby and doing well, that's the one thing, you know. So that's a great pick, Paul. Really good. Really good pick with uh, with Smile Happy. So, hey, you know what? That horse was, uh, you know, I guess I had that horse in my top five, but I had no interest in him. Um, Jack Christopher sitting right there. I'm not going to take him. I'll tell you what, the horse I have ranked number two, Halterman. The horse you have ranked number two is Emmanuel. So is that the horse you want? That's who I'm taking. All right. So Jared will take Emmanuel with the third choice in the draft. I I mean, do you want to talk about Emmanuel at all, Jerry? Yeah, or just go on. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you. I, I, I this is a reach, right? You know, second or first, third pick, I guess, uh, first round. But I don't, I don't, I don't draft again now for until what drafts pick eighteen, and I, this horse might be gone. I think this horse looks really, really good on debut for Todd Pletcher. Obviously, we know that uh, you know Todd knows a thing or two about getting horses to the Derby. Obviously, he has a ton this year, so. It's the time of the year, right? Emmanuel. So there you go. Emmanuel, that's my pick. 
All right, third pick of the draft, Emmanuel. Um, all right, I guess it's the dictator's turn at number four. Uh, I am here, and gosh, I, I, I wanted Smile Happy. I thought Paul was going to pass, and maybe I could get Smile Happy. Um, thank you, Magic, for that uh, sound bite. Uh, I, I said I wouldn't do it. But I think the most talented horse in this crop is Jack Christopher. And that's who I'm going to go with at number four. Uh, I, I am worried about the stretch out and distance, but I am going to go Jack Christopher here. I just think in, in a draft that is just completely wide open across the board, I think you need a horse like this. It's just a solid runner and has proven form. So Jack Christopher for me at number four. That's a good pick. Okay, Magic. Well, since you're controlling the buttons here, I'm going to bring you and Samich in to make the fifth pick. It is now Magic Mike's turn here. So bring you guys in now with the fifth pick. All right, come on, Magic. You're just bringing me in? Where's Magic? (laughs) Hey, uh, Dick. How you doing, buddy? It's been a while. I I missed you. Did you miss me? Did you miss me, Dick? I've I've missed you. Yes, very much, very much so. Can you trade Listen, teammates? I want to I want to thank your teammate, your little business partner, Jared, for doing the dirty work for us. Jared didn't show up to the draft last year. He's told us that Jared, if you showed up last year, you would have learned. Taking a Todd Pletcher horse with Saez, with Windstar, looking really great at Gulfstream, doesn't always pay off, buddy. Good luck with that one, man. God, what a terrible pick. That is terrible. Almost as terrible as the dick who runs this league. But anyways, I'm here to class up the joint, having some bourbon, enjoying the night. I hope the fans are finally ready for the fun to get going. Mr. Samich, why don't you tell the folks at home who we are taking fifth overall? I mean, since Magic is clearly going full heel here, I see no reason why we don't take a Bob Baffert horse, right? We've never owned one. Let's go ahead and take Doppelganger with the fifth pick. Uh, blew it out at that Los Alamitos uh, first start. Looked really good. And uh, why not run a Baffert, right? Everyone else does, and they seem to do well in this league. So we'll throw it out there. We right. love the Bobby Bafferts. We love them. They're evil. We're evil. We'll see you guys. Have fun fighting for a second, screwball. <laughs> All right. So with the fifth pick, uh, the, the Magic Mike team takes Doppelganger. Uh, it's interesting to me. Is Magic trying to look like Blackjack Fletcher? Is that was that what he's trying to go for there? Oh wow, Magic! I don't. I guess that's cool. It's his doppelganger. <laughs> there you go. Blackjack Fletcher's doppelganger. How about that? Yeah, that's that's great. That's freaking fantastic. A great job uh, by Samet jumping in there. All right, six pick. Listen, uh, if you've seen the movie Social Network, it's no longer Geist Paddle. He's dropping the paddle. It's just Geist. So let's bring in Geist. He's got the sixth pick here. All right, Geist, you're, uh, you're up. Magic, you can bring him in. I think you probably just could have had a dumpster fire gift there because uh, the rest of the horses are all a dumpster fire. <laughs> um, I agree. Today. Uh, there were a couple that made me, you know, want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. So I'm not going to pick any of those. Um, I'm going to go down my list a little bit right now and go uh, Mo Donegal from Pletcher. Mo Donegal, winner of the rims. So you think he's going to turn around that pre or that uh, recent rims and form that hasn't produced very well? 
I think the New York class is the weakest out of all of them right now. So maybe I can pick up some points up there. I like it. I think I, you got to go strategy, right? I like that. I like it. All right. So Mo Donegal at number six. All right. Thank you very much, Geist. We will see you back a little bit later on. I like to say Magic is taking the paddle out of all the names now. So it's just Geist. All right. Number seven is our new player in the league. And, uh, and, and on you know on point, he does not show up for the draft tonight. Kelby Von Hemel gets the pick at number seven. Uh, new player in the league. I do have his list right in front of me. This was the number one horse ranked on his list. So he's got to be very, very happy. Giant Game is who Kelby is going to take at number seven. Giant Game off the board now for all of us. The Dale Romans uh, trainee, (laughs) as Magic says, donkey, as he writes. No, Giant Game at number seven. Um, So there we go. Uh, (laughs) Kelby. Kelby gets the X like I did. So, all right. All right, let's move on to the eighth pick, Evil and Austin. Evil Stevel and Austin Elsie teaming up again. They're, they got last uh, the first time they played ninth last year, so they're getting better. Let's see what they do this year uh, with the eighth pick. Let's bring them in now. What's up? Hello. What's up, guys? I'm going to let Steve – I'm going to let Steve drive the first round because I've got a little bit of uh, showmanship in the second round teed up if, if we can make some time for it. so I, I love it. I'll let's let Steve take it away. Well, we got nowhere to go but up considering we drafted class here last year and the horse was injured before we even drafted him. So um, hopefully we can at least get uh, another start out of Zandon um, up in New York for Chad Brown. I like that pick. Zandon finished uh, second in the rims in first race, going uh, two turns. That was really impressive. Uh, Austin, any, any thoughts on your partner's pick there? You like it? I like it. No, I uh, we we kind of were talking offline. Obviously, uh, you know, we have some uh, some uh, picks that you know we would have liked to fall to us, but uh, no, we, we kind of got first round and second round figured out. We'll keep drinking and figure out the rest of the rounds then. <laughs> I love it. I love it, guys. All right. Well, we'll see you just a little bit here. You're coming up here pretty quick again. All right. Let's move on to the ninth pick in this draft. Real Dynasty. They're back. Uh, solid, solid couple of showings after, well, solid showing last year after drafting Kip 406 the first year. All right. Let's bring in Vinny Blonde and let's see who's going to take it number nine. Vinny, what's up, man? Not much. Not much. Um... All right, with the ninth pick, I'm going to take Papa Cap. Papa Cap. All right, why are you taking Papa Cap? Uh just he seems he's been running. He's run well. He doesn't always win. Kind of like my pick last year would keep me in mind. But Mark Cassie basically saved our team last year, so I'll give him a shot again this year. I love it. All right, Mark. What what's what's going on with Soup and Sandwich? Where's he at these days? He's terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. I he had he had two good he had he had a good race in the he second in the Florida Derby and then he ran he was doing okay until he got checked in the Derby and that was that was it and then he he's bad so I yeah. just need him to be good through May. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right, that's right. All right, Vinny, we'll get you back here in a couple of seconds. You'll have the twelfth pick. So Papa Cap goes number nine. 
For the final pick, we go to Dan and Michael to round out the first round here. Uh, we have Michael Myers aboard today. Dan thought the draft was tomorrow, even though he's had three emails that said it was the 21st. He thought it was tomorrow. But anyway, they say they're ready. Michael, let's bring uh, let's bring you in now and see who you're going to pick. Oh, man, Michael, it's a dark room over there, buddy. I, I, hope, I hope you're ready. There. Oh, sorry for the little one. Uh, so we were going to take Papa Cap, so that screwed that up. Um, do you want both of our picks or just one? Uh, yeah, go ahead and do because you have the 10th and 11th. Go ahead and do them both. Yep. All right, so we're going to take Rocket Dog, spelled D-A-W-G. Yep. Brad Cox trained uh, <clears throat> 10-strike ownership. Um, and then he didn't beat anything at the low sell, and low sell never does anything, but I don't know who else to take at this point, so we're going to go with Slow Down Andy. All right, so back-to-back picks there. Rocket Dog runs uh, in the Gun Runner on Sunday, so that will be uh, interesting. No points for that race. Uh, it, it, the league starts officially January 1st, but still, Rocket Dog was very impressive on debut. He got a chance to win a stakes next out. Yeah, and then slow down Andy. He won a, you know, he, he won the Los Alpaturity, and like I say, that's that's going to be worth something in a, in a year where it's pretty pretty wide open. So, all right, Rocket Dog and Slow Down Andy now off the board. We'll go back to Vinny and Real Dynasty. We'll bring in him now for uh, pick number 12. I am going to go with a, uh, a Bob Baffert trainee, uh, New Grand J. I don't know how to say it. I have that horse on the list. What what kind of caught your eye? I, I think it's I called him New Grange when I was writing him down. I don't know what. Yeah, run you little bitch. <laughs> I I had I had twelve horses highlighted that I wanted, and he was one of the last two that I had highlighted. So I got <laughs> the ones I actually wanted. <laughs> well, there you go. That's good. That's good. All right. So we'll see if this Bob Baffert runner can get going. And Vinny, real quick, before we go on, you know, you you obviously are in racing uh, big time and follow it day to day. Do you think these Bob Baffert runners will eventually run under his name at the at the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, I do. I, I unfor- Unfortunately, I do. I'm I'm just curious how it goes about. I'm I honestly hope that the start of the year, they're just like, yeah, he can get points rather than because I feel like what could happen is come like mid-March, they're going to be like, oh yeah, they can get points. And all these owners are like, well, we want our points winning all these races in the past. And it's just going to mess the whole leaderboard up. I think you're absolutely right. That's how I feel like it's going to go as well. And I think the reason why Vinny is we've seen it kind of play out, right? Like, oh, you can't come to New York. And then all of a sudden he's in New York. So we'll see how it plays out, Vinny. Uh, Appreciate your commenting on that. And we'll see you back here in the third round. All right. We're back to Evil and Austin, and Austin said he's got some showmanship for this, so let's see uh, see what he does. Let's bring him in and let him have some fun. So I, I think we discussed this uh, pre, pre-live, pre but uh, we did have a retirement from the Fantasy League this year. Okay. So, And, and I think, I don't know if, if people keep track of, you know, the personality. We're pretty popular. I don't know if people keep track of the personalities, but it seems like he spun off into a uh, a rap career after leaving horse racing. Yes. So, uh, you know, I, in, in his honor, I would like to uh, to just throw out some lyrics here. You know, what I thought of, of his review. Um, 
I don't know that we've got the, uh, you know, I didn't team magic up, so I probably don't have a backbeat. So just bear with me. We'll go acapella, you know. But, uh, yeah, we're ready. You guys ready? Take it away. All right. When checking out new rep, I don't want to sound petty, but I think I'd rather lick the vomit from your mom's spaghetti than to hear you talk about how's family money career. Sounds like a sorry excuse for someone who pulled up the rear. A lot of white guys use gimmicks when they step up and bark, but you don't have the Eminem flow or the guns of Marky Mark. Now Slim's a quitter, a thing of the past. Good thing we've added KVH to take his place and last. I can't hate on Slim, though, not in the least, so I bid him adieu. May he retire in peace. <laughs> Very good. That was fantastic. That was worth coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, I think with that, I got teed up for the pick. Mm-hmm. We're going with my prankster. My prankster from Todd Pletcher. He won uh, recently at uh, Gulfstream Park. You guys thinking he can he can go up there and or stay there or down there, I should say, and uh, beat up those Florida horses? Well, yeah, and you know, I like uh, I, you know, hopefully I can make it to Gulfstream Park. So see a horse race live, be able to root him on. That's always a pull. So that would be very cool. All right, yeah, hopefully that happens. That's uh, we'll be rooting for that. All right, guys, uh, the the uh, the rap was definitely the highlight of the whole thing so far. You guys have your work cut out for you. I mean, we had a bad blackjack Fletcher uh, uh, impersonation, and uh, <laughs> and then we had that rap. So that was good. All right, it's Kelby's turn, and uh, he gets the 14th pick here. And like I said, he's got to be happy because this horse was ranked third on his list. So Kelby's got his number one ranked horse and his number three ranked horse. He's going to take the Kenny McPeak. All right, Magic, I jumped the gun there. He's going to take the Kenny McPeak train, rattle and roll with the 14th pick. Rattle and roll for Kelby. So, all right, guys, we're 14 horses in. We're going to go to Geist at number 15. Let's bring him back in and see who he's taking. So I'm going to stick with my theme of looking for weak circuits and uh, go with a horse that I don't like and a trainer. I don't know if it can win the Derby, uh, but make it big. Uh, Undefeated on three starts on a weak circuit right now. We'll see who ships in. I'm sure Baffert will send 10 horses there, but... So, yeah, make it big, recent winner of my race, the Springboard Mile. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good pick. And like I said, yeah, I'm going to go to Cal- or go to uh, Florida and uh, maybe take on my prankster. So that, that could be a battle between you guys. That's looking forward to it. All right, Magic, you know, there's no bad no bad video there. You thought that was a good pick. Okay. One of my top four guys I wanted, mother of the Okay, so I'll <laughs> we'll go to the 16th pick. Uh, it's back to the magic mic, guys. I, I, I dread it, but let's let's bring him in and see what happens this time. Don't know what the hell is wrong with all of you that you think that the high fashion that I'm bringing to this show should be ridiculed. Y'all are showing up in hoodies, looking ratty, looking like you threw up your mom's spaghetti like Austin was talking about. By the way, tip of the cap. Even that was better than Jared's stupid-ass rap battle that supposedly was better than mine. Should have fought you instead of that clown. Listen, (laughs) here's the deal. Here's the deal. We love a horse here that you guys are complete and utter 
idiots for not drafting by this point. Somebody took Rocket Dog. Guess what? He's not even going to win the Gunrunner on Sunday. Do you know who's going to win the Gunrunner? It's got a horse named Epicenter for Steve Asmussen. Buy not this time. Got a really beautiful ride from Joel Rosario. This horse is the goods. Look out. Epicenter's coming at us. Right, Mike? Yeah, all the things I love. Asmussen and, and Rosario. What could go wrong? <laughs> Well, there you go with the 16th pick epicenter, like I said, going to run uh, Saturday or sorry, Sunday, uh, the 26th uh, in the gun runner at Fairgrounds. So we'll see if you guys have any luck. You know, I, that's I worth think, points, I right? How, how many points is that worth? It's worth it's 50 this year. Uh, it is worth zero. 50. Points, okay. So. That's what I 50 this year. I, I, you know what? I think he might actually look like Chip Woolley on Derby Day, limping over with my number. You got any crutches, uh, Magic? You could look just like Chip Woolley. Listen, you break your leg as often as I do. You've got like 18 sets of crutches lying around. I'm literally tripping over them. That's how I keep breaking my leg. Okay. You're going right. to have to work on that one, Magic. That that one didn't hit like the rest of them have so far. So you have to work on that. All right. It's, <laughs> it's back to me uh, for the 17th pick in the draft this year. Uh, I'm a little surprised this horse hasn't been taken yet. I think people are a little bit down on – Messier uh, loves playing that video, right? When I'm about to make the pick, I, I think people are a little bit down on Messier for Bob Baffert. But I'm going to take run him. you little bitch. <laughs> but I'm going to take him in this spot of 17. I think I think he falls about right there. I I don't think he's great, uh, but I do think he's one that's going to get points and. And, and run on that California circuit and have some success. And let's face it, Baffert will have like five of the eight. Well, eight. No, that's not going to happen. Four of the five runners in each of those races, because that's a, that'll be about as many horses that's uh, that, that's entered there. So, all right, let's bring back Jared for the 18th pick. Uh, I, I guess, is Jared still here? There he is. He's still here. Man, I'm really upset with that pick. That was I was like, I'm sitting there thinking, why is this horse keep getting overlooked? I mean, I had Messier ranked third, so I, I was a little I was kinda hoping that you wouldn't uh wouldn't go that route there. So um man, dude. I I guess uh I guess just go ahead and you know Yeah, I've got my next two horses. I'll let you just I have the I had a set, uh, two pit picks back to back here with uh, with uh, with my my trade with with Paul, mm-hmm. and then I you guys might as well call me the next time I pick because it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a minute. So, um, yeah, I guess go ahead and uh, give my next uh, my next two uh, that are on the list. Yeah, so with the 18th and the 19th pick, you have it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I've been following along here. You have Command Performance and Rockefeller, right? Those are the next two. Yep. Okay. So command performance in Rockefeller uh, with the 18th and the 19th pick. Uh, Jared, go ahead. Tell us, tell us why these two. Yeah. I mean, command performance obviously is a horse that ran, you know, ran okay in the juvenile um, still maiden. That's the, that's the funny thing. Took some time off after that race, but of course you got to think the way this horse is bred is going to continue to run in these kind of big races. I like the fact that he's – I mean, obviously he's been running in, in stakes races, so you got to think derby preps are on the horizon when this horse makes a return. So obviously a horse that's bred to go long, still looking for the maiden breaker, right? Maybe we'll pull off uh, – you know, what was it? Uh, what was that horse's name? Like 
Who was the horse that won the the uh, at Aqueduct the the like at fifty to one? Oh, uh, Dynamic one. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's Dynamic one. I will see. But um, so yeah, with him and then Rockefeller, obviously a bat, another. You know, I needed a Baffert horse. I wanted your horse, you know, um, but obviously another well-bred horse, a huge purchase. Uh, um, and, you know, works with Corniche. So you got to think, you know, after winning that Nashville, after not running so well the first time before that, he looks pretty good there. So maybe Baffert kind of find a way, you know, Rockefeller obviously has had high hopes uh, from the start. So, you know, so just, I needed that Baffert. So I've got the Baffert and I got a couple Pletchers. What could go wrong? Run, you little bitch. <laughs> Um, that's not going to be old. Hopefully, we have a lot more Bafferts uh, in the last thirty-one picture. I, I got to say, I got to say, I was I, I'm very proud of uh, of Austin. That was um, that was a great rap. Um, wasn't better than mine that got me justified. Just FYI to the douchebag in the cowboy hat. Um, and and I will say this: uh, Slib's a little bitch for for quitting. So uh, I got to say that as well. So. I appreciate Austin calling him out. I feel like he did him a little too nice, to be honest. I would have been a lot harsher on that. Um, but no, uh, I'm glad I'm glad Slim is gone because this league has no room for quitters. <laughs> well, now we're gonna now we're gonna uh, rile Slim up while he's on his midlife crisis. Uh, that's that's great. That's really really nice. All right, let's move on to pick number twenty and twenty one. The John and Ryan team are back. Uh, that, you know, we hadn't heard from him since the very first pick. Now they get 20 and 21. We'll bring Ryan in and we'll see what they've got planned for us. Okay, man, we got an update. I got a text from the man, John White himself. So here's what we're going to do. Jared took two of our picks that he had texted me. So that was going to be the ones. So congratulations to Jared. Um, Yes, you're welcome. Oh, wait, I think we got a shit talker coming back in. Did I feel it? Okay, maybe not. So here we go. We take Tis the Bomb and Early Voting. Those are going to be our new two uh, coming in here. Tis the Bomb might do well on dirt. That's what I have here. And Early Voting is Chad Brown and Gunrunner. So, you know, that's our update for y'all. And happy 2022. And I'm just going to stretch for time as they fill it in. Oh, you, Magic just took him off. Okay, so Tis the Bomb and Early Voting. Uh, early Voting was one that I did not have in the top 50. Uh, this is a horse that broke the maiden at Aqueduct uh, just three days ago. So we'll see what happens with Early Voting. Looks like it broke on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Early Voting for Chad Brown and uh, and then obviously – uh, the pick there with Tis the Bomb, a, a horse that's been on the turf, and we'll try the dirt. All right, we're going to keep the theme of back-to-back. We have Paul coming back, coming up with picks 22 and 23, so let's bring Paul in now. Oh, Paul's on mute. Hold on. I was waiting for magic. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah, with the uh, with uh, my pick, I'm going to continue the theme and just to involve the entire family tonight. So, uh, I'm going to actually bring my daughter Tate in. She's going to make this pick for me. Um, I just want to start off by saying that uh, normally I don't see my my daughter Tate a lot because she's normally sleeping. Um, so that actually probably goes really well with uh, this pick. So, Tate, would you like to come in and 
and make the pick, please? Uh, so we're going to go with In Dreams. In Dreams. All right. There we go. In Dreams. Tate, what do you think of In Dreams? You like that horse? Yeah. <laughs> it's a horse. Some of the things that she really likes about the horse, she was telling me about this earlier, is, uh, you know, Brad Cox, uh, you know, Frosted. This horse just freaked on its last uh, allowance uh, win over its Oaklawn. Um, really like the progression uh, that uh, Brad Cox has with this horse, and uh, we'll see where he goes next with it. All right, Paul. So I like that one. What about number 23? Who are we going with there? So number 23, I'm actually going to bring in uh, my other daughter. Uh, so uh, say say hello to everyone, Rachel. Hello. So this one um, is kind of special um, for her. Next uh, month, Rachel... Um, is getting married. And this is uh, both, I believe, the best horse in the crop, but also a message to my future son-in-law. So, uh, Rachel, um, if you would uh, make the uh, selection uh, for us, please. We're going with Echo Zulu. Echo Zulu. Wow. Echo Zulu. Rachel is going with a filly. Rachel, I love it. So... A message to uh, my future son-in-law, mm-hmm. Phillies will always be in charge, and that is, that's the groundwork she's laying right now, so. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're going with the Philly. Do you think they'll take on the boys, Paul? You know, I even if they don't, she's going to run probably three times, uh, you know, uh, before the Kentucky Oaks. Uh, so even if she just racks up five points at a time uh, when she goes through takes the Oaks, you know, I'm looking at uh, 15 to 20 points um, just by having her there. And let's say she ends up on the Belmont undercard somewhere. You could be looking at 20 or 25 points. I would take that uh, with, with almost any horse that I could. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of horses are going to be drafted tonight that will get zero. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. Echo Zulu. And I agree with what you said when you said it's the best horse in the crop. I said, Oh, he's taking Echo Zulu. So we'll see if that, if that holds up. All right, Paul, that's a good pick. Love the family getting involved there. I think you ought to let the girls draft more often, Paul. Those were two good picks there. So, all right, let's move on. Unfortunately, it's back to me and I have nobody to pick here. So. Thank you, Magic, for the sound sound bite there. Uh, pick 24, like I said, it goes to me. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, I'm between two horses here. I'm trying to – yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go uh, – this, this trainer really has never done much of anything, uh, but I really liked how Unpredictable Bay broke the maiden last time out at Churchill Downs. So I'm going to take a little bit of a flyer here with Unpredictable Bay. It took this horse a while to get the maiden broke, uh, but, you know, the horse looked very, very good last time out. It was Stars of Tomorrow card at Churchill Downs. So I'll take a little bit of a flyer on Unpredictable Bay, and now I'll bring in the Magic Mike show for pick number 25. Listen. I don't have to deal with all this bullshit anymore. I'm just going to hand things over to Mike Samich because uh, I got to meet my drug dealer in a little bit. So Mike Samich, uh, take it away. Who are we going here next? Well, you know, uh, we've got a trainer down in Florida who's really cooking right now. Started off the meet really hot. We're going with a Kathy <sighs> Joseph Jr. horse. White Abario. Going to dominate that Florida circuit, baby. Come on! 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you guys an A-plus for setting that one up. That was very good. So, White Abario for Safi Joseph. Uh, we'll see. Now, two Safi horses taken in the top 25 picks. So, he is cooking indeed. All right. It's back to the artist formerly known as Geist Battle. Now... <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know if you were going to finish your intro there, Magic, just like stomping on you. Yeah, what can you do? Just just take it away. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm struggling with this pick so much, but it, uh, you know, I'm going from Safi to the trainer that I just don't want to draft from. But unfortunately, we all have to do it. Um, this horse, I loved coming out, um, had a not great last race, but has just been a monster on the work tab recently. So I'm going to go with winning map. Winning map. All right. I think that's a good pick. That horse has great breeding too. Was that part of the reasoning? That is. And obviously I need a, I need a California horse. I mean, half of them, you know, might break down before they even race again. So it's a sad thing. I mean, we did, can't even talk about it. We had Medina spirit on the, uh, on the intro. I mean, how, how can you even, how can you even do it? But yeah, winning map. Um, I liked it a lot. I liked him a lot uh, prior to, couple of his debut races he was a monster on debut um he got bumped in the start in his second race so i think you can you can draw a line through that one safely he's looked good on the work tab and um i think for a third pick i I was afraid one of you were when they started talking about baffert horses i would have taken this over messier Aaron. i mean um i I just i think it he's a better horse so we, we will see I think Messier kind of whipped him the last time they faced, though, to say it. But he was bumped at the start, Aaron. Okay, all right. You're right. Trip notes. I need I need to read my trip notes. Maybe maybe I'll do that before the next draft. All right. Winning map at 26, another Baffert. Uh, Magic, are you going to play the Baffert soundbite or what? Run, you little bitch. <laughs> You're slipping, Magic. All right. Uh, 27 is back to Kelby. And, guys, I'm going to tell you something we may have let Kelby get away with one if he knows what he's doing here because the fourth ranked as I was saying, the fourth ranked horse on his list is Cogburn. Cogburn for Steve Asmussen. He really likes this horse. Uh, You know, recent uh, maiden winner looked very, very good. Uh, We'll see. Cogburn, number 27, for Kelby, like I said, he's got his number one, his number three, and his number four ranked horse uh, horses on his list. That's that's pretty good. He's got to be doing backflips right now uh, if he's listening. All right, let's bring in Austin and Evil Stevel. I don't know how they're going to follow up what they did last time, but we'll see. Steve's leading this round, but let me add that Cogborn came in fourth to our my prankster, so it's just a little bitch pick from Kelby. So. <laughs> All right. All right. I like it. All right, Steve, where are you going with the 28th pick? And Kelby's not even here to defend himself either. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> That's how we like it. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear about it down at Oakland. Um, we're going to go on a little bit of a flyer here. Um, Trafalgar, uh, mm-hmm. Alstall Jr., um, kind of a little bit of a concern out of Lord Nelson, uh, but looks like he's training well. And um, down at Fairgrounds, it's uh, – a different track for us, so uh, we'll give him a try. 
I thought he looked pretty good the last couple of races, and I, he's another one that's going to run uh, in that gun runner. So you'll kind of see what you got early. I like that pick, guys. I think that's good. I like I like the insult of Kelby, and I like the pick. So so good job all around, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> all right, let's let, hold on. Jared says it's nice knowing it's only December, and I don't have to worry about finishing last with KBH picking. So <laughs> there's, there's a nice chime in from Jared there. Uh, uh, Lincoln said, I saw Cockburn and for a moment, ouch, <laughs> Lincoln, come on. That's a clean show, Lincoln. You know that. All right, let's move on to the 29th pick. We're going to bring in Vinny back for real dynasty. Uh, let's bring him in now. I am going to take homebrew, uh, for Brad Cox. Oh, Vinny, I wanted homebrew as well. Uh, t- tell us a little bit. Go ahead. I honestly couldn't believe he was still there. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, really... <laughs> I almost took him at 24, and I thought, no, I think I can wait one more round. And then, yeah, you got him. So yeah, I, about him. I, I, I love the pedigree. Street sense, he's out of a tap at mare. Uh, he's still working, which is a big thing, because a lot of these horses that are getting drafted haven't worked since Thanksgiving or prior. So... I'm happy he's still working, so that means he's not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a positive, yeah. So, yeah. All right, the 29 home brew for Vinny. I think it's a good pick. All right, let's bring in to round out round three and start round four for us. Let's bring back in Michael Myers and see what's going Oh, you've got a special guest, Michael. I love it. She's sleeping finally, so we're good. Uh <laughs> So we're struggling right now because we were actually going to take Echo Zulu also because I'm not sure if she'll win the Oaks, but I think she could actually win the Preakness. Uh, I'm not really uh, confident in this, but I know he likes Churchill Downs and he can go two turns. So we're going to go Major General. Major General with the 30 pick. I think it's a good pick. I had him on the list. Okay, how about 31? Jesus. (laughs) Confident. I can't. Um, Mike, I think I'm going to go unified report for Dallas Stewart. Okay. He raised a Delta Downs at one point, but did break his maiden at Churchill. So he's three for three in his career. One at Fairgrounds also. So I think we're going to go unified report. All right, Unified Report at 31, Major General at 30. All right, Michael, hopefully she stays asleep and you can (laughs) come on one more time there. Uh, I appreciate it. All right, let's bring Vinny back in once again. He gets a quick turnaround uh, to the 32nd pick. Uh, All right, let's bring Vinny back. I'm going to take – I don't know how to say it, but somebody commented on your post earlier on Twitter, Vitari – Mm-hmm. For Pletcher, I am going to take him with the 32nd pick. All right. Impressive, impressive maiden winner. Uh, hasn't been, hasn't worked, but just broke his maiden uh, at the end of September. So New York circuit is pretty weak, as was mentioned before. So with the connections and the pedigree, I hope this one actually is ends up being better than than some of their runners last year. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I think this one's pretty good. I think this horse uh, certainly showed a lot of talent. So I think it's a good pick there. Uh, I, I commented to that guy that commented to you on Twitter that this horse will get drafted, and you're the one to do it. So good job at number yep. 32. All right, let's bring back Evil and Austin for the 33rd pick. I don't know. It might be Austin's turn to pick, so who knows what he's going to do this time around. Well, I'm I'm looking up the horse that um, Steve sent me because I haven't done my research. So um, now I can speak intelligently about it. We're going to go with a uh, Brad Cox horse training or running out in Churchill Downs. Gun runner, uh, prot- or protege, Cyberknife. Cyberknife, yes. That horse cost me a pick five. I singled and got second. So <laughs> I, I hate that horse already. But no, a, a little bit of... Uh, I looked well prepared, though, right? I mean, I wasn't reading that, obviously, as I was going along. No, you did very good. So was Steve Was Steve the one that really wanted this one, though? You know, I, we're a team. We we go we'll, – we'll celebrate together and we'll go down in flames together, so. <laughs> that's, that's lovely. Okay. Or we'll come in eighth together. <laughs> eighth, yeah, we're working our way up the charts. <laughs> well, listen, eighth would be better. So, yeah, that's, that, that should one be – One position at a time. That's right. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, always entertaining. I think they're winning. Magic has got to be pissed because I think you guys are winning the entertainment uh, award uh, tonight. So, all right. We go back to Kelby. Let's do it like this, Magic. I'm going to pick Kelby's horse. Play the music. Very good. We've done it. Great job, Magic. All right, so we do have to go down Kelby's list a little bit now because you guys have taken some horses that he wanted. But here's a horse I'm a little bit surprised has dropped down this low, although he has not uh, been that great uh, as of late. But Kelby's going to take the Bob Baffert-trained Pinehurst with the 34th pick. Pinehurst for Kelby. Uh, Okay, Magic, I'll I'll cue it again. Run, you little bitch. (laughs) Yep, uh, you didn't let me cue it, but thank you for playing that back, uh, Magic. Really, really doing a great job. This will be the last time you are on the back end of this. So, all right, let's move on to the 35th pick, and let's bring Geist back aboard. Uh, So this is where it starts to get really ugly, Um, and I'm going to pass on one that I hope runs out here a little bit. Um, and I'm going to go with Nakatomi. All right, Nakatomi. I've looked at this horse as well. Tell us why you're picking this one. Well, so, you know, my prankster already off the board, who I did like. Nakatomi beat him last out. Um, you know, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, Samich, so just <laughs> FYI. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm once again, I'm kind of sticking with where I'm trying to find horses to run. Hopefully, he will be running in Kentucky. Um, we'll, we'll get some points there. Um, not many Wesley Ward horses were that impressive. He has to have one that does something. So, uh, you know, we're, we're 30, what are we, 35 picks in, you know, this is a, about as good as it gets. Hopefully we'll grind out some points. If he doesn't stay on the trail, maybe I can get 20 points out of him before it ends. <laughs> yeah. Any, any points are going to be important this year. I agree. And that horse has looked very good. So, We'll see what happens with him. I think it's a good pick. All right, let's take, and I hate to say it again, but we're bringing Magic Mike back. Not so much Mike. I, Mike has been great, but uh, Magic I, I am dreading, so so we'll see what they do this time. 
Right here, buddy. Right there, Dick. Thanks for the nice, lovely introduction. Listen, some things in life, they're worth waiting for. They're worth taking your time with, right? It's like baking a really great apple pie or trying to teach Geis Paddle why it's not a good idea to draft a Wesley Ward horse in this draft. We'll get maybe next year you'll learn. You may, you know, three strikes and you're out. That's the rule, I believe. Uh, listen, by the way, Geis Paddle, you talked about how it's starting to get ugly here. Got ugly with pick number two when Jerry's first, first showed up on the screen. So uh, I'm glad you're just now paying attention to the show here. But listen, the project that we really love here, he's with Dallas Stewart. His name is Strava. Strava is a horse that Dallas Stewart got to break his maiden on debut right away. That, that sends off alarms. This horse might actually be good. They sell him back in the sale for $825,000 to the Hall of Fame head coach of the University of Louisville, Denny Crum. Denny Crum's in the Hall of Fame because he's a smart guy. Denny Crum bought into this horse. They're going to take their time with him, but they believe this horse has got a world of potential. So what we're thinking, I talked to Dallas about this, we're going to send this horse to an N2X at Fairgrounds, let him just, you know, get his, his feet under him for the Fairgrounds race course. We're going to win the Louisiana Derby. We're going to go win the Kentucky Derby with Strava. What do you think, Mike? Well, I thought we win the Kentucky Derby, but we are going to get some points down in Louisiana with this horse, and that's a key thing when you're taking a fourth-round pick. Looks awesome, breaking the maiden. Another into mischief horse, you know, into mischief couldn't get him out on the quarter, so Bob Affert was around. Now all of them can, so who knows? Uh, horse should be able to keep going. And by the way, no, no kidding, obviously Die Hard is a Christmas movie. However... Gremlins is not a Christmas movie, and a hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> hey, hold on, bring hold on. I'm gonna bring Samich back real quick here. I, I got a question for you, Samich. Yeah, I, I, I think now Magic. You ever watch that show Dallas on television? I mean, my parents did when I was like two. But right, exactly. I think I think Magic is just a cheap knockoff character from that movie. Like if they or the show, if they did a new version of it, I think Magic is that character. Like he's like J, I mean, Jr. I'm the one who killed Jr. Bitch, don't ever forget. <laughs> there you go. All right. I don't There's know. Jr. Just... There. I don't know. If, I don't... <laughs> he's just auditioning for the show, man. He's she's trying to get famous down there in L.A. I was gonna say, yeah, he's probably just a background actor. If I had a, had a guess there. So, all right. I just I, I just wanted your take on it. <laughs> all right. Let's let's move on. Um, Dallas. They did do actually do a, a re revamp of Dallas, and it wasn't very good. So, all right. We're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, to the 37th pick. Uh, Magic, play the song, and then I will make the pick. <laughs> Jason Amel says, more like JR's slow cousin. That's Magic. <laughs> Jason, comment of the night, and there's been some good ones, but that is one of my favorite ones yet. Uh, thank you for that. All right, guys. Uh, I am going to go to a horse that recently broke the maiden and uh, looked pretty good at Los Alamitos, uh, and hopefully uh, for, for Simon Callahan, Callahan hopefully kind of gets on the California trail and makes a little bit of noise. Magic already just wrote it. Sir London is the horse I'm going to take at 37. Uh, took a while to get the maiden broke, but was facing some pretty nice horses. Finally did it and did it pretty impressively. So Sir London at 37 for me. Let's bring in Polly Walnuts with pick number 38. <laughs> Or uh, Aaron, as my uh, granddaughter calls me, Pappy. Uh, so um, I, I brought her in. She's consulting actually uh, on this pick. Um, she's had a hard day, so uh, it's just about bedtime. So I've got to make this pick for her now before round five. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I'm going to do, uh, I think I'm going to be the first one today to take a uh, maiden off the board. 
um, and that's in her honor. And I am going to go back to uh, Baffert, and I'm going to take a horse that uh, is uh, running lights out, uh, $625,000 purchase for uh, uh, back uh, as a two-year-old, McLaren Vale. McLaren. <laughs> oh, dude. That's that really, that one makes me mad. I'm going to tell you why. That was my sneaky fifth round pick that you did. <laughs> McLaren well, Vale. It's good. I you know what really, what really pisses me off is when you said uh, Bafford, uh, a maiden $625,000 purchase, I said it's McLaren Vale. I, I do it because I, I've been researching that horse today. So good pick. I mean, is it breeding? Is it purchase price? Baffert all combined? Is that kind of why you're taking You know, it? I love the breeding. And then I, I've been watching the workouts and the horses is working out like crazy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just the last workout uh, uh, when you watched uh, McLaren uh, Vale was incredible. Uh, so, and, and Baffert's just about got to that horse cranked up, but you usually, if you watch the Baffert progression, Losal, when he moves him to Santa Anita and puts a couple of works, um, on him on, in Santa Anita, that's when he's getting ready to unveil him. So probably first of the year, uh, when those stakes uh, days come out, uh, January 1st or right in that neighborhood, that's probably when this horse is going to unveil itself. So. Well, this is the maddest I've been all night. I didn't think anybody <laughs> would even know about that horse, uh, so. <laughs> Thanks for ruining everything, Paul, and or just take him off, Magic. Get him off the screen. I can't, I can't look at him anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jared uh, has given me the pick. He's told me who to pick. But uh, should we bring him in? Is he still around? I don't know where he went. Is Jared still here, Magic? If so, bring him in. There he is. All right, Jared. I, I, I know who's on your list next. I know who you want. Can you confirm uh, that that I'm I should take him for you? Yeah, don't don't love it, but uh, I will admittedly say that uh, you know we have a him and I have a bond, and uh, you know we were we you know you and I were there to witness uh, some history with this horse, and I, I can't he's on the background of my computer like he I, he cycles through every once in a while, and so. I, just can't shake the talent that we saw that day. And, and obviously he was not good after that, but I'll let you uh, announce the pick. Yeah. I, and clearly uh, he's talking about stellar tap for Steve Askewson. Stellar tap will be the 39th pick here. Uh, what he's referring to, uh, we were at Saratoga the day uh, Askewson broke the record for most wins by a trainer in North America. And stellar tap was the one to do it. And he ran in runaway fashion, just dominated him. We also did a seminar that morning and Jared told everybody to pick this horse. And I believe he was six or seven to one, Jared, right? Yeah, and it's like the ultimate, like right, like it's the ultimate, like issue we have is better when you when you cash a big ticket with a horse, you can't quit the horse, and so <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you this horse will not give me any points. But here we are. Well, I think we all can root for this horse that were that were there that day. That was a really good moment. So stellar tap at thirty nine for Jared. He's got one more pick to go. Don't turn the channel because we got to hear from Jared one more time. All right, we're going to hear from John and Ryan for the last time as they have the 40th and 41st pick. Let's bring let's bring uh, Mr. Ryan Stillman in now. Okay, so here's our deal. Okay. Uh, we are going to do 
Classic Causeway, who was the favorite against the number two pick in the draft right now. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping we have not seen the best from Oviat Class yet. Oviat Class. Both horses I had ranked. Uh, any, any, any further comments, Ryan? No, and, you know, it's the tough thing, man. Fifth round in a very, you know, crop like this, man. What does there really say? I wish I had more fun to give, but that's what we're sticking with. I'll tell you what, when we, at the end of the show, when we bring everybody back in to recap what they've done, maybe you can give us some fun then, Ryan. All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, uh, we got one more pick for Jared. I told you he's going to be back, his, his chipper self. Uh, he's going to be back one more time. Let's bring Jared in for his last pick. <laughs> I don't I don't appreciate that. That sounded like like little shit, you know? Like I don't, I don't appreciate that one bit. Well, you haven't been real real friendly, super nice. <laughs> you know, so, so. Listen, I I'm I'm super pissed at Ryan. Uh and I, he would have been really mad at me cuz I'd have been the third horse. I was sitting here debating before the last pick, do I take Classic Causeway was in this pick or do I take him in the last round? And I think it would have been great to pick Classic Causeway there to piss them off even more. They, they've been three horses. But they took them. So now I'm sitting here, ah, shit, you know, I really hate all the horses that are left on my list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's really bad, right, at this time? Um, I don't know. I mean, what, I, you want to just take the – I'll let you just take the reins here and, and give me a pick. Well, I off, mean – Off my next- list. The next horse on your list is Wit for Todd Pletcher. Do you want to take Wit? <laughs> this makes me sound. Uh, that sounds really bad. Um, well, no, I mean, listen, you've liked, you loved this horse, and I think everybody did. And then the horse just kind of faded, but hasn't tried that two turn race yet, right? So I don't think it's a horrible pick. You know, um, yeah, you know, that's the thing with him. I, I think there's still no, you know, obviously the, he's taking some time off um, and it is next on the list. And that's, that's, that's what we do here, right? That's what we did last year. That's what we did this year. So it's wit. So I've got, uh, what is that? Three Pletchers and an Aspison and no, how many, what do I, and a Baffert. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Three. No, I command. I think you have two Pletchers, right? Yeah. Command performance. I have Emmanuel. That was my first pick, and uh, and and Wit. Is command perform? I don't think that's Pletcher. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. it is. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Maybe yeah. maybe one of the maybe one of the Pletchers can can uh, can figure his shit out. So. We'll see, but uh, you know, as always, uh, it's been great. I, I guess I, will I be back on here to close this thing up or not? Yeah, yeah, I'll let you back on one more time. I oh, appreciate it. Okay, all right. So, Wit at number forty-two as the Todd Pletcher team. There, three out of the five. But uh, you know what? He's doing very, very good with these younger horses this year. After kind of slumping, uh, I would say for his standards, at least the last couple. So, all right, we'll bring back Paul for the forty-third pick now. <laughs> All right, so uh, we there is no family here unless we include Thor. Uh, so Thor's come in to help me uh, make the uh, the fifth and uh, final pick uh, here. Uh, and you know, once uh, Rocket Dog went early, uh, Thor kind of resigned himself to to not picking uh, 
making his selection early. He's still a little upset about that pick, so uh, we had to calm him down uh, before we got him on screen. But he has uh, rebounded well, uh, and he is going to uh, take uh, Got Thunder, who is also still a maiden, but uh, lost in a close race to uh, the 12th pick uh, in the uh, draft, uh, New Grange, uh, um, and is still working lights out. Arrogate um, uh, is the sire here, so I, I think uh, the horse is definitely going to be bred to go uh, distance, and uh, we'll see what uh, John Sadler can do with him. Paul, what you am I top for? I want it! Mother <laughs> oh, there's that clip. I didn't see that one coming. Paul, you saved the best looking person in the family for last, right? And, and now they're Sir? all offended. Aaron, so. <laughs> I knew they were sitting right there. I just wanted to make them mad. <laughs> all right, Paul, we'll, we'll bring you back in uh, for, for the wrap up uh, there. So he he gets a got thunder. Yeah, uh, I thought about that one as well. I'm not as mad though. I I, I definitely wanted uh, McLaren Vale, but not 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 as much that one. All right, last pick for me. Magic play that play the song. Ah, uh, this is this is where it gets tough. I I I think everybody's kind of been talking about man. This 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 last pick is always a hard one. That's why I had. The sneaky one there that I thought I could I could get away with. I'm going to go to the Doug O'Neill barn here, and I'm going to go with a California bread. Uh, how about Kid Corleone? Kid Corleone defeated my pick in the last round, Sir London, last time out, and looked pretty good. So I'll round it out uh, with Drug O'Neill and Kid Corleone, and now I'll bring in the Magic Mike Show for their last pick. <laughs> All right, it's been a lot of fun, but let's get out of here. We're going to give you one last horse that's going to be really strong, the Kentucky Derby Trail. If you remember last year, greatest honor. Well, it took him several stars to kind of really get going, but once he did, he got a lot of dirty points on the Florida circuit because it really wasn't that great. Florida circuit, really not looking that all that strong this year. We don't have a Florida pick yet. We're going to go with Gilded Age for Bill Mott. We love the fact that the fir- this horse, first three starts, lost to Major General, Rattle and Roll, Giant Game, Fourth start, as the Blinkers wins very well. This is a Medagliadoro out of a Bernardini mare who won the grade one chandelier as a two-year-old. Was a stakes-winning dirt router at four. We'll see you at the top of the point standings, bitches. We learned our lesson. We don't take Bill Mott's in the first round anymore. No more Muchos. We wait till the fifth round to take him. He's going to rack up some points for us. This is the easy dub, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Gilded Age, I had him ranked uh, 24th on the list. So, yeah, I, I like that pick. Good job. Good good pick, What Maddie. am I top for? I want it! Mother of the Okay. All right. Let's bring Geist in uh, one last time uh, for his uh, final pick. I guess I would just have a question for everyone at this point. Is anyone actually comfortable with the team that they have now? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. False confidence. Uh, he, he's good at false confidence. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to go with the one I hated the most that I'm really surprised no one took. I mean, it has Steve Asmussen. It has Ricardo Santana. What could possibly go wrong? It could only be better if they were racing on the turf. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Gunite and hope that I can get a gun runner to score some points for me. You know, didn't you think Gunite was going to be, you know, at this time, 
you know, say in August when he when he won the hopeful, or I guess that was September when he won the hopeful, I thought, man, this could be a top fifteen at least horse, right? Yep. And and looking at a lot of the horses that were picked before him, I mean, I'm I'm happy at forty six. You know, he might not start again, but uh, for a, for a fifth round horse almost at the end, I'll, I'll take him. He's going to score some points. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he'll get him back, and, and we'll see a, an improved effort there from him. He definitely has talent. So 46, guys, takes Gunite uh, with the 46 pick. All right, 47, Kelby's last pick, and uh, let's see who's on his list. Forbidden Kingdom will be his pick at 47, Forbidden Kingdom. This horse was second in the Bob Hope last time out. Richard Mandela trained, so we'll see if Forbidden Kingdom – uh, can uh, get get some points for Kelby there with that last pick. All right, the forty eighth pick, the last pick for Evil and Austin. Let's bring him in. Steve, I'm going to jump ahead again. We we planned this out ahead of time, and then I just interrupt him. But let me just say, I hope that Mike and Magic at least throw Gilded Age and Exactus so that they can still make money when my prankster comes in first every time. I, I think they will. Mike will. Magic won't. <laughs> All right. With our last pick, um, we got to get something down here at Oakland Park so uh, I can actually get excited about uh, cheering for a horse. Um, Chasing Time with Steve Asmussen um, out of a not this time. So, you know, at this point in time, we'll take anything we can get. <laughs> Yeah, chasing time recently uh, lost, uh, but still didn't run too bad. Did the lo- did the loss kind of worry you guys, or it's like, nah, he- he'll bounce back. It's early, so they're, they're they're still learning, but we're not expecting much. <laughs> All right, well, that's what you like to hear. Uh, we'll throw you guys back up one more time to summarize everything after this is over. Only two picks remain in this year's draft. It's been a lot of fun. Let's get the real dynasty boy up here. Let's get Vinny Blanc. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, another Brad Cox runner, uh, 20 port. 20 broke his maiden. He broke his maiden at Turfway like, uh, earlier this month. Okay. Is that all you yep. got? <laughs> I pedigree's okay. Sired by Pioneer of the Nile. I'm not expecting much of it, but the rest of my list was already taken. Uh, it's it's like that's one of the it was between it was between that horse or another dallas stewart runner and there's no way he dallas stewart's gonna have three horses that are okay on the derby trail so i'll I'll take a shot that brad cox is a little magic (laughs) i like how you threw that in there yeah uh yeah 20 port from turfway we'll see what happens with him all right mr irrelevant not not michael myers but the draft pick mr irrelevant the last uh, pick in the draft Goes to Dan and Michael. We'll bring Michael in now, and we'll let him round out. Okay. How you doing? I, listen, I'm doing great. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, so, <clears throat> first, Magic was talking shit about uh, us not taking Epicenter. So, I just want to say that Gilded Age took forever to break his maiden, and please tell me the last time a. Bill Mott horse would turn out any good when he took forever to break his maiden. Um, that being said, I want to go on record that I want to go with High Oak, but this is also Dan's team. So he wants to go with Spinwheel. Um, 
please note, Dan does this every year, and I I also did do it last year. Uh, Dan seems to draft a horse that turns out to be a stud later in the year. So if you see Spin Wheel in a stakes race in July, make sure you're, he's on your ticket. So we're going to go with Spin Wheel. Okay, I'm gonna I'm looking up spin wheel here. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the that's the church. Yeah, this horse did break the maiden last time out at Churchill Down. I thought, and that sounds familiar, but I didn't have him in the top fifty. I don't think that's a normal bad pick by Dan. I think that one's <laughs> decent, right? I agree with you. I thought High Oak would get taken here, right? I talk about High Oak, why you thought he would he would be a good pick here. Um, I think he's got the breeding to go the distance. He won what was the race at Saratoga? Uh, this uh, special, Saratoga special. Yeah, um, and he won that. I, I thought pretty handily coming off the pace. Um, like I said, he's. I think he'll be bred to go the distance. And I was weary of taking him at first, but he did finally work out this morning. So at least he's. I think he got a little bumped and injured in the last race, but he's back on the work tab. So that's always. It's always good to see. Yeah, I. I uh... I agree. I, listen, you, you probably should have talked Dan out of that one and taken High Oak. But we'll see. Maybe Spin Wheel will work the magic. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We'll see. Well, uh, I'm just happy Dan is still part of the league, and I think everybody else is as well. You just got to keep him, keep, him, keep him in wraps, okay? <laughs> well, you saw my tweet, so. Yeah, I did. You're trying your best. All right. All right. Let's 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 uh, wrap this up here. That is the 50 horses. You see them up on the screen now if you're watching live. Uh, if, if you are uh, not watching live and you're listening to the podcast version, go to the website and, and this will be posted uh, where you find the podcast. So uh, you'll be able to see. All right, let's let's go ahead and, and recap this thing real quick. Let's bring in Ryan Stillman first uh, and he can kind of talk about. Uh, oh, listen, I, right, there's Ryan right there. All right, Ryan, what do you think of the team? And more importantly, what does John think of the team? Well, okay, here's what John thinks, because let's be honest, nobody cares what I have to say on this. John White and I can both say uh, we are bummed that Jared got Rockefeller in command performance, but we are thrilled we got Classic Causeway as late as we did. Um, And I think the the bottom line I will talk about here is Corniche. You know, this is kind of funny. John and I have been blessed and beyond truly. I know when we say we're shocked, we're like, shut up. You guys always get first, but law of averages, flipping a coin, you would think we would never get first again. Um, so we picked Corniche. And if you look at every other horse we've picked, Life is Good, McKenzie, um, none of them had his resume. And, you know, you got to respect the champ. He's really good. He's three for three, done everything right. Um, and just deserves that respect to be a number one draft pick. And it's going to be exciting to see, look, can he progress from here and go on and be a great three-year-old? Or, you know, we don't know, but, you know, the Bob Baffert situation is crazy. All I can say is it's a good year to tune in. Racing has lived up to it, hasn't it, Aaron? I mean, you look at these last Kentucky Derbies that we've followed. We've had disqualifications. We've had horses like Authentic who looked like they couldn't get a mile and a quarter to save their lives come on and win. We've had it all. Will we just get a straightforward Kentucky Derby for once? Is that so much to ask? Let's find out. Let's all hope the sport does amazing. And let's just all stay safe. No injuries, nothing. Let's all get there and may the best horse and team win. That's what we're hoping for, man. Let's go. I love it. Derby time. I love it. So we go from the chipper, always chipper, Ryan Stillman, who uplifts our spirits and makes us feel good about ourselves. And let's go to Jared next to talk about his team. He's very similar to Ryan tonight. So, Jared, you got five horses. You're the defending champion. What do you think? Can you make it back-to-back? Well, you know, 
wouldn't be shocking, right? Like it's uh, it's just kind of expected at this point. I, I think we're gonna, I think we're we're gonna be we're gonna be very aggressive this year. You know, we uh, we we usually play not to get last, but now that the rules have changed a little bit, um, no punishment, so to speak. You know, because let's be honest, I mean, I don't care to pay money, but I didn't want to go wear, you know, a Borat costume just to to Saratoga. So I, I don't really care if I finish last. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go. It's gonna go bold. Um, so yeah, I I feel good about the team. It makes me. I mean, as you know, anytime you have John White say he's mad that you, you got a horse that he wanted. And I got two of them. So that makes me feel good, especially with those two picks. Um, I like my first pick. Um, I think all my horses are somewhat uh, – have ho- somewhat high ceilings, so if, if possible. So I feel good. Um, but I got, I'll be going to the draft – I'll be going to the claim window frequently this year. <laughs> I think all of us will for sure. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it's a pretty solid team overall again, Jared. So I think you got – a lot uh, to be excited about. Let's bring in Paul and the family. Very good drink. Let's bring in Paul and the family one more time here, Paul. Uh, I, you know, I think I think a pretty good draft from you. You got some horses that I wanted. So kind of summarize uh, your, your team there. Well, I, I think with this class, let's be honest, we, we, we all started reaching with pick one. I mean, it's just a class that doesn't uh, doesn't even come close to what we were gifted last year. Uh, I mean, just horse after horse uh, in last year's crop was was fantastic, and and we've all struggled to uh, to come up with horses that we want to draft. I think we've all mentioned that uh, we were struggling to get there. So uh, you know, these are five horses that I kind of outlined um, at uh, different points in the draft, uh, and. You know, when I was talking to uh, my wife earlier and kind of laying out the draft to her, these are actually the five horses that I um, figured that I would have a shot to draft in each round. So I'm happy that that the board played out the way um, that I had it aligned. Uh, special shout out to my family helping uh, make the picks tonight. Uh, it was a, a lot of fun. Uh, the horse I'm probably um, most excited about is the maiden McLaren Vale, uh, you know, if that horse uh, turns out to be, you know, what you and I both, Aaron, think that that horse uh, could potentially be, could be something uh, special. But I do like, you know, at the top of the draft, I I, I got the horse I wanted at the top that I think is going to be in the Derby, is going to consistently pick up points throughout the year. Uh, so I, I'm real happy with the, with the team, but I'm sure I'll be joining uh, Jared at the claiming window quite often. <laughs> yeah, I, I like your team a lot. And the, the first power rankings will come out next week, and uh, it'll be interesting to see who's on top. But I, I do like uh, that team, like I said, that fourth-round pick. Could be good. So, all right, Paul, thank you. And family, as always, uh, my team, uh, I, I'm next here, and they'll probably not be very good. So now we'll turn it to Magic and uh, Mike and, and let them kind of talk about uh, what they think of their team. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to kick this off so you get to hear Magic talk a little bit less here on the recap. Like, brutally honest, probably bottom three drafting team in this league. We've been awful the last two years. A month after last year's draft, I referred to our horses as a failed Pletcher, a Turf Horse, Midnight Bourbon, and Donkey 1 and Donkey 2. I actually think this is our best draft we've had. I I think that, you know, we got horses that are going to score points. We didn't reach as much as we did in the past year. So uh, despite... Everything that we've put on tonight, I think we've actually done a really good job. I think we're top three right now. And, uh, well, we are bottom three from a drafting perspective. We are the best claiming team in the league the last two years, and we are 0 for life in shakes. So we're going to win a shake eventually. We're dominant in the claiming game. These rules were made for us. It's, it's all systems go, baby. 
Magic. Dick, it's been a real pleasure, buddy. I'm looking forward to you just being a dick. I'll, hang, I'll, hang on one second. Hang on. Sorry. One second. This is every week, twice a week. <laughs> Apparently, when your draft is as good as the Magic Mike Show teams is, you get laid. Have a good night, fellas. It's been a lot of fun. I'm going to go do this again. <laughs> He's drafting another fantasy league tonight? I, I, I don't know. He's definitely not getting laid tonight. That, that much is a thousand. I'm a thousand percent confident that he will not get laid tonight or maybe the week. So We know, uh, we know it's happened at least once. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. All right. Let's, let's, let's get the artist formerly known as Guy Spaddle up now and uh, kind of see what he thinks about his team. You know, I, uh, I'll start it off with one, you know, my favorite horse racing memory from this year was listening to all of you boo at the top of your lungs <laughs> at the end of the Friday at Breeders' Cup. Um, some of the people the next day asked us, they're like, who are those guys that were sitting with you? They were swearing a lot and yelling at people. So well done, gentlemen. Um, you know, the backpack full of Coors Light, whatever, whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, so I, I reached the most with my first pick. Uh, you know, Mo Donegal probably has more upside, I think, if he can hold his form. Um, you know, I got Mandaloon roughly in the same spot last year. I'll, I'll say I since, you know, Brandon no longer wants to participate uh, <laughs> if he's watching. Uh, but, the, you know, the rest of them, they're like solid role players. You know, I, I have a, I have a team of journeymen um, who hopefully can rack up some points. I catch a little bit of luck with a couple of big wins and maybe make a good claim. And I, I'm not going to be last, and I've got a shot at first. You know, what's really funny about that, you talk about the booing uh, aspect of it. We we talked and we kind of speculated. It's like, oh, we'll boo when Baffert wins at Saratoga with Gamin. You know, we never did. And, and then, like, full circle, last big event of the year, we all are booing like crazy. So that was – I'm not going to say it was my favorite memory, but one I'll never forget. I'll say that much. <laughs> No, when the board went out to start, you know, Breeders' Cup Saturday, that was probably the best part. Yeah, sure, that was good as well. It's kind of a shit show, but uh, we made it through it. We're still here. So, uh, guys, I'm glad you're playing again, and uh, good luck to you for sure. Hopefully you have a, a good year. So, all right, let's uh, let's see. We got Kelby. He's not here. Uh, he got the horses he wanted. I, I will say that for sure. Kelby – you know, he got the, the first, the third, and the fourth ranked horse uh, on his board he got. So does he know what he's talking about? We're going to find out in a few weeks, right? So we'll see what Kelby can do, but he's got to be happy. Austin and Evil, come on in. We'll, we'll let you guys talk about your team and see if you can uh, move up the charts here. Well, I would say uh, after drafting three Bob Baffert horses in our top three picks last year, including – Freedom Fighter and Spielberg, who combined for a total of maybe four points. Um, we took a different approach this year um, and didn't draft a Baffert, and we'll see what happens. Um, I, I think we'll be very active in the claiming box, though. So. Yeah, I would so. Austin, do you agree with that? Um, yeah, you know, I think we've uh, we've changed up the terms, so that definitely changes things. You know, more importantly, I know we had kind of talked offline that this was a uh, kind of a dress rehearsal for replacing Magic on, uh, you know, live streams and whatnot. So hopefully uh, it went well. It seemed like you guys were enjoying it. Um, so, you know, I'm ready to uh, take over that ship. And, you know, hopefully this isn't news to Magic. He should have he should have known he was on the way out. So we're going to have a new host of the Magic Mike Show. Does Samich get to stay, or are you guys both going to replace them both? 
I think me and Samich have a lot of give and take. I think we could get along well. And it just wouldn't have the, the ludicrousy, you know, that, that magic brings to the table. So does that mean Steve's going to be the producer of the show? Yeah, yeah. Steve's a good producer. He's going to bankroll us, too. So, <laughs> are, you all, are you on board, Steve, with that? Sure, why the hell not? So, <laughs> just, just, let, just let magic know we're still waiting for our most improved trophy in plaque. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, listen, maybe I can give it to you in person, Steve. I'm sure we're going to see you at Oakland. I'll bring Papa Dude as well. We'll have some beers. That sounds good. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming on today and uh, good luck this, this season. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. All right. Let's bring in Vinny one last time here. Uh, Vinny, uh, let's see. Magic's going to bring you in now. There you are. All right. What do you think your team? Eh, okay. Not super thrilled. I, I, it it went better than I thought it was going to going into it. If I'm being honest, um, I didn't expect to get I didn't expect to get homebrew or the the Pletcher I drafted that I can't pronounce. So and I don't know. I'm not psyched about getting Papa Cap in the first round. To be honest, I just didn't really know where else to go. Well, it's it's definitely hard. That's the thing. It, for me, it got easier as the rounds went on because it's like, okay, we're wide open now. It's right. Not be really dumb if you make a bad pick. <laughs> uh, right. Well, then everybody was re- like, I had a couple that were on my list that like I had a, like there were probably like six six or seven horses that were drafted that I didn't have on my list. But then like a lot of the horses I had on my list, people just jumped on. Mm-hmm. Like I think like uh, I forget who drafted Zulu uh, Echo Zulu. Mm-hmm. Paul. But, like yeah, yeah I. Like, I'm like, okay, Philly isn't going to run in the Derby, probably not going to run at any prep races, maybe the Preakness if she dominates. And, like, I'm like, okay, fourth or fifth round pick. And then she went, what, third, third, tw- early third round? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, there were a few others that were like that where people just jumped on them early. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll get my ones that I thought were going to go early that didn't. Yeah. Well, at least you got some higher higher yeah. uh, ones up on your list. Yeah, the one that made me mad was uh, Jared taking Wit in the last round because I was like, nobody's going to take Wit. I can draft Wit in the last round, and uh, almost got there. So you're believe you're still a believer in Wit? Yeah, I I yeah, I, the horse's issues have been in the gate. If he gets out of the gate clean, like we've seen, he has the talent, and we've seen he like the distance shouldn't be a problem. It's his entire problem is the gate. So if he yep. figures the gate out all of a sudden, like, you know, he's, he's probably the one horse that was drafted that had talent to be a first round pick and wasn't. Yeah. So Matt magic says, who's the uh, doofus in the ugly sweater. Well, magic, give, give Brooklyn Cowboy his hat back magic. <laughs> yeah. He's Brooklyn Cowboy. We keep getting worse for magic. This is <laughs> awful. <laughs> I think Jr. slow cousin may have been the best, <laughs> the best one of the night. Or the nicest one, I should say. So, all right, Vinny. Uh, uh, oh, I, I was going to ask you, because uh, you're a New York guy, obviously. High Oak uh, is a horse I thought would get taken tonight and wasn't. You still believe in wit, but High Oak is one you kind of don't believe in, I guess? No. I, High Oak and Gunite were kind of in the same boat for me, where it's like they had a free – they each had like a freak race, and then that was it. Yeah. I don't know how much is left in – like, I don't know how much better we're going. we would see out of either of them. So, actually, neither of them were on my list tonight. Okay, well that's good to know. Like I said, big Saratoga guy, and those were the two big winners of the uh, the two year old races up there, and it was not on this guy's list. So uh, maybe Michael Myers may- and Dan made the right choice there. So uh, with that being said, Vinny, thanks for coming on, and we're going to bring in Michael Myers now to round us out. 
and talk about his team. All right, Michael, uh, take us away here. Um, I think Vinny one should I'm supposed to be talking about our own team, but I think Vinny should feel better about Papa Cap. Kind of reminds me of War of Will a little bit. Struggled really to win as a two year old, and then I think he's going to be a threat in the in the Preakness, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we're supposed to be talking about our own team. Um, I feel pretty good about our first two picks. I think if uh, slow down Andy, obviously uh, cannot be green and running a straight line down the stretch. I think he's going to be pretty deadly. Um, Rocket Dog will see this coming weekend. Obviously, he's bred to go the distance. Um, so we'll see. And then the, it's a crap shoot from there on out. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited for Rocket Dog. That's one I, I kind of wanted as well. So I, I'm excited to see him run on Sunday. So, all right, Dan, thanks for joining us and thanks for representing the, uh, our Dan. Thanks. I was going to say, Thanks for Michael for coming in and representing the Dan and Michael team. And uh, yeah, there's Dan. He's in the chat. So, all right, guys, uh, I guess we're going to wrap this up here. Well, let's bring Jared back in and he can read uh, the ending, whatever he always says, find us Facebook or wherever. There's Jared. All right, Jared, we're, we're going to put a wrap on it. Uh, thanks, uh, everybody, for coming in. Uh, thanks for Magic for putting all the uh, the videos together. And I guess, you know, Jared, you can close up the show like you uh, normally do. Do I have to? You have to, because I don't know what you say at the end, so you have to. Okay, well, this is uh, it's been, it's all the time we have. Check us out, Blinkers. Uh, okay, uh, it's all the time we have. Check us out at racingnews.com for our free picks and our premium selections, of course. Uh, every single day for every track running in America, and of course, you'll want to check out uh, the post for this, and I'm guessing Halterman will post uh, all 50 horses that were drafted here in an article as well at racingdudes.com, so you can get you know, a full rundown, add those to your... Uh, your watch lists and things like that to see when these horses are going to be uh, working out and uh, enter. Obviously, like I said, this weekend we have some um, some horses running the Gun Runner at uh, at uh, Fairgrounds that will you know are already going to have. Uh, I had I had a you remember that year I, I was it last no it wasn't last year it was two years ago it was two years ago that I drafted uh, what was his name uh, Tap Tap uh, what was the horse that that for for Asmussen that debuted in that that race at uh, at Fairgrounds looked amazing and then just was awful. Oh, the big gray horse. Um, yeah. Oh shit! Know. What was that horse's name? Anyways, I feel like this is that this is Gun It. Gun It. Yeah. Gun It. Who looked like the goods? Like looked like after because I think I got Gun It in the second round or something, and then after he ran that race, it was like, wow, that was like a top three pick. Well, <laughs> it turns out it was a. It was a no pick is what it should have been. So this is what's going to happen to some of these horses this weekend. So it's a, it's a fun time, obviously. Hopefully this gets everyone geared up for uh, what's going to be coming up in the next, you know, uh, four or five months leading up to the Kentucky Derby. And obviously these are going to change. It's a bad it's a bad crop. I'm, we're not going to, you know, I think everyone kind of struggled towards the end of this thing. Um, it's a bad crop. So we're going we're gonna, to we're, we're gonna struggle uh, to come up with this in terms of um the way we finish off this thing but it's gonna be fun to track because it definitely feels like there's some superstars well quote unquote superstars kind of we haven't seen yet right um so we're we're about to find out again go check out racingdudes.com for all your kentucky derby and of course we have the malibu coming up this weekend the day after christmas uh the malibu uh stakes coming up we have a big guide coming out for that in the next day uh, so stay tuned for that as well. 
I don't know what the Magic Mike show is doing this week. I don't really care, to be honest with you. Um, or I should say what Brooklyn Cowboy is doing this week. I have no idea. I have no idea what he's doing this week. Who knows? I mean, I think that guy's lost his damn mind. I mean, I think I mean, he has really. too. I, I, think I think him and, and Slim both are going through midlife crisis. That's that's my thoughts. You know, you know, like when like you hear about like actors who get so immersed into a role that they kind of lose themselves. Yeah, that's what's happened. Yep. he's turned into he's he's turned into Brooklyn Cowboy 2.0, and it's yep. not good. It's not a good look, you know. It's it's like Blackjack but, Fletcher, Brooklyn Cowboy, Jr. Slow Cousin, all mixed into one. <laughs> Chip Woolley, all mixed into one. <laughs> and the best part about it is, is it, it him and his partner don't work together on it. So like, it's almost like it's like awkward when they're on the same screen because Salmich acts like he's embarrassed about what he's doing, and I, I don't get it. It's it is Salmich kills the uh, the like the bad vibe that they're having to go with here. You know? Salmich had the please get me off of here look all night long. <laughs> It's like Salvage was in his basement, you know, like in, <laughs> in, in in the Cowboys basement, I mean. Like like he's drafting with him and he's downstairs locked up in the dungeon, you know? Uh, like that's what it looks like a little bit. Like please I gotta sign up, like please help. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Uh right. again, thanks everybody for tuning in. Hey, Merry Christmas if everyone's uh everyone's listening. Uh that that celebrates Christmas. Merry Christmas. We uh we may be back for a Malibu uh pod. Just stay tuned uh, for that. We'll just it depends on how how uh, you know busy and drunk Halterman gets up out there I, in New I York. doubt we have that pod, but <laughs> I know. It doesn't see it doesn't seem likely. Um hey Colin. Uh <laughs> Colin's watching, so um, but if it does, stay tuned for that. Again, I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. That has been a wrap on the ninth Annual Racing Dudes Triple Crown Fantasy League Draft. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a very, very special edition of Blinkers Off. What is so special about today? It is the 2021 Fantasy League Draft. Wait is over. Number one pick in the draft. Let's see what they do. The number one pick in the 2021 draft, the Ryan John Queen takes. Life is good. an easy one, but uh, yeah. go ahead and tell us who you're picking. Yeah, our decision was made for us already, so we're going to some quality. Stop till we're legends! Horse, 
He's projected to start uh, right after the new year, so I'm going to take uh, M- Medina Spirit. Magic Mike never wins. They never win. They and and the other side doesn't ever lose. So what are, what odds are you giving this shake right now? So Jared, to me, he's got to be sitting there pretty happy because he got the third uh, ranked horse on his list and the sixth ranked horse on his list is sitting right there waiting for him. Bang, bang, won't stop till we're legends. Hot Rod Charlie, the runner-up in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, is going to go to Jared. All right. That being said, I'm sick of everybody.